0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. It's your boy Eman.
1: What's goody? What's goody? It's your boy Mo.
0: And tonight we are discussing the effect that Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is having on the college football world and just social social media in general.
1: Yeah. Man, I've been waiting for the I'm waiting for us to do a deep dive in this topic, man. So we're gonna have some fun tonight.
0: Yes, sir. All right, let's go. Let's get it. All right, Mo, welcome back. Yes, Uh, sir. Another episode. And I mean, let's just get right into it, man. Deion Sanders has been making headlines the last few weeks, last few months, really. But, um, man, it's just, it just seems like everyone is on either side of the spectrum. Either, either you love him or you hate him, kind of like when he was a player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, I, I love it, man. Me personally, I love it. I've always respected Um uh, mm-hmm. He's a uh, highly confident, highly self-aware player. Uh, unapologetically unapologetically him individual and I I think the divisiveness around Colorado and beyond is funny to me because it it, it shouldn't be this serious I mean the dude is is doing exactly what he came to Colorado to do Mm -hmm. to build a program change the culture and to to establish a foundation and in three short weeks and then like what less than six months he's accomplished all three yeah so the, the divisiveness around again Coach Prime and and the University of Colorado football program is funny to me because like they're not doing anything wrong they're not out here getting caught up with any issues any cheating scandler, scandals any sexual assault scandals these guys are just going out there and 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 playing football now granted yeah. there's it, it's 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 a spectacle and you know it'll rub people to some it will rub people the wrong way some people the wrong way but at the end of the day man it's it, it's entertainment yeah. like deon sanders is a fucking showman and whatever you want to think about him whatever you want to think of him i should say whatever you say about him He's always going to bring some type of spectacle with him. That's just how he is. The dude is a showman.
0: Yeah. And I you know, I completely agree with you on that, man. And <clears throat> I mean, I've loved Deion Sanders. He's been he's one of my all-time favorite football players. Um, and he I hated when he went to the Cowboys, but uh, but he's still he's still one of my favorites, and a lot of it has to do with his personality, his character. Like like you said, he's unapologetically him. He's that way whether the cameras are on or off, and I mean, even though the cameras are rarely off of him, uh, he's he's still that way. Like that's that's how you know he's just being himself, um, and. Like you said, he's he came to Colorado and he's pretty much accomplished most of what he set out to do already. And what people don't understand is, so he gave everyone that was already part of the team um, a chance to basically try out to stay on the team. I think he, I believe he kept like, what, 10 of them? And then the rest of the team is all, is pretty much all new all, people that,
1: all, all transfers,
0: yeah, yeah people people that transferred that he had that he had scouted and that he yeah. had that he had coached previously. You know, came came because they wanted to play for him uh, or wanted to continue to play for him. Uh, people that they you know that they talked to and basically got to transfer and uh, freshmen that you know again, they, they they scouted and they, they brought up. Now <laughs> when you the, the reason I bring that up is because um, to your point, wherever Dion goes and whatever he's a part of is a spectacle and is entertainment. The reason I bring up the, the players themselves is because of the Nil deals like imagine imagine what he's doing for those kids other than getting them to be part of a winning culture getting them to you know trying to prepare them for whatever their next phase in life is whether that be the nfl or whether that be something else he's so in those locker rooms you if you hear his you know his speeches the one theme that he has in common is that he's trying to make them better men mm-hmm. and the nil deals that he's that his you know his presence his entertainment that everything that that's bringing in for for those kids that's just that's just another part that's just another layer to to what he's bringing to them and it's yeah. crazy that it's crazy that some people like whether you you are annoyed by him or not or whether you love him or or not whatever it is you gotta appreciate what he's doing for the kids
1: yeah no definitely man like leon said it himself first and foremost and you just touched on it first and foremost he is making these young men better men he wants to pour into them as men he wants to nurture them as as men. He wants to develop develop them as men. Football is all secondary, but what he's preparing them for is for life. Like you said, whether it be uh, in the NFL, whether it be out in the real world, corporate world, whatever the case may be. Again, like I touched on, he's building a foundation where he wants these kids to be set up for 20, 30 years when when they leave the university. And, you know, it's it, it, it's great to see because, you know, a lot of coaches, a lot of coaches, you know, they they miss the mark on that. They, they think that it's just, you know, we're going to prepare them for the next level. But no, when you are a coach and you're coaching 18 to 19 to 22 year old, 21, 22 year old kids, you're preparing them for the real world. And you're mm-hmm. setting them up for everything. You're giving them a, a little dose of reality when it comes to success, to failure, to trials, to tribu- tri- uh, tribulations. Like a lot of a lot of things are not going to be given. You know, some some of these kids are going to work harder than others. So I like the fact that Beyond is kind of setting expectations and tempering mm-hmm. expectations, where it's like, okay, you come, you you bring your your son to me. He's going to, like you said, maximize his nil potential, but more importantly, he's going to leave here with a degree or close to it. He's going to leave here a better person than where he came than than yeah. what he was when he first came to me, and that's where I think he's resonating with these kids. It, it, it's like it's like the uh, the Nick Saban uh, effect, but like Dion is is you know is 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 the culture he, he speaks yeah. our, our language you know even though he's you know a 50 something year old uh year old, old man he he speaks the language of these kids and they understand exactly where he's coming from and there's a trust there
0: connects with them relates to them absolutely yeah and uh i think just to kind of just kind of piggyback on on your point i mean I think it was just the other day uh i can't remember if it was yesterday or monday when that video came out of uh him giving the speech in the locker room where Mm -hmm. travis hunter was basically said and i'm paraphrasing here but Mm -hmm. travis hunter basically said i'm gonna play next game no matter what i'm not taking no for an answer no questions
1: asked Yeah. yeah
0: and then and then dion said no you're not he said i'm sorry but you got a bright future ahead of you so no, you're not playing because we're gonna do what's best for you. Yeah. No, we're not gonna do what's best for this game, this one game. We're not gonna put mm-hmm. your life on the line for this one game. We're gonna do what's best for your future. Yes. And I think I think that's basically. I mean, that's really all anyone needs to hear mm-hmm. from from Deion Sanders. Yeah. And I, it's just crazy the amount of hate that he's getting. Yeah. And I mean, I I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. it's a little unwarranted. I mean, there's people, especially like there was people who were happy to see him lose to see the, right. uh, uh against Oregon and not not just to see him lose, but then to see them get basically blown out. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had
1: a rough. It was sort yeah. of it was a rough oh, outing. Yeah. And, you know, the Oregon Ducks, you know, kudos to them. You know, they, they definitely got up for that game and they definitely yeah. wanted to go out and come out rather than, you know, make a statement, which which they clearly did.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it's like and and like Deion said, it's like teams are coming out to beat him. They're not coming out to beat the team. Right. <laughs> they're, not, they're not coming out to yeah. play the team. They're coming out to play against Deion, but he ain't on the field.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it, it's crazy, man. Like it's you know, je- jealousy is and envy is is an odd thing. Yeah, you know, it, it. I mean, you can call it over the top, but you know, we were all watching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we were all watching that Colorado Colorado State game, and that was a great game. And you know, people can sit up here and you know dissect and. And analyze that their start, and you know, call them overrated or lucky. and They could very well be 0 and three or what or 0 and four right now, whatever the case may be. But you know, you you see a there, there's a different look in these players' eyes. There's a there's a genuine belief, and people are paying attention. And good or bad, so that only bodes well. Uh, you know, for Dion moving forward as he continues to grow this program because he's going to get a lot of, you know, four star, five star, you Mm -hmm. know, recruits, those blue chip recruits and as they continue to grow and expand this program you know, they're they're going to be a force to reckon with, man. Definitely. Yeah.
0: It's funny. I was just thinking about um, something that one of my homies said, shout out to Francis Alfonso, but he made the made the comparison uh, of the Colorado State Buffaloes to the show All American, where Dion is Billy Baker. You see that, yeah. And then Shador is Jordan Baker, and Jordan then Baker. Uh, and then Travis, Travis Hunter is Spencer. Is Spencer. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: so, uh, I can totally see that. I mean, it's, it's pretty accurate, man. I was it's like, damn, accurate. that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty yeah. good comparison. All right. Yeah. So, let me ask you this: They have another another tough game this weekend uh, against, you know, USC. Uh, Caleb Williams is special, yep. generational talent. He is being lauded as a more athletic Patrick Mahomes. Uh, that's another scary matchup for Colorado. Yeah. if they go out and get embarrassed like they did last weekend does this start to kind of develop a blemish to what Beyond has been doing so far with these kids in this program at Colorado in my
0: eyes no in my eyes it doesn't um I think social media um will kind of blow it up and you know just Try to make it out as as one, but right. for me, I don't think so. Because I mean, you he he basically took like an unranked program, got them ranked, and I mean he's you expect that out of USC, right? You know, you expect Oregon, a a, a, a storied program like Oregon to to whoop on colorado state you expect Mm -hmm. usc to put on colorado state um just the fact that he's got these these young men uh you know just out there in the media um you know some of them making names for themselves and you know again like we like we mentioned he's he's helping them make money while going to school like he's helping them make money and get degrees all at the same time and i mean that's more than a lot that's more than 90 percent of the uh ncaa coaches are doing right now
1: yep yeah. exactly and it, all it's gonna do is just bring more attention to colorado they're, they're it's, yeah. it's gonna only it's gonna benefit them as well as far as you know booster money and you know tv deals like you know the pac 12 is in is in flux right now you know, there's there's the no. pac twelve is
0: like the pack two now. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> like there's no guarantees that Colorado uh, is going to stay in that conference, man. So if they go X ex- elsewhere, that's going to be even more potential. You right know, from a from a prof- profit standpoint. So, yeah, and imagine this program is in a good shape.
0: Yeah, and imagine the kids in high school right now. They see. They see like oh. This pro this program at Colorado State, you know, they they look good, but they just can't they just can't beat the big the big teams. What if I'm that missing piece? Exactly. And now all of a sudden, these kids want to go over there because they want to mm-hmm. be part of that building, you know, that championship culture there.
1: Exactly. And you you they the haters are mad at Dion now. Just wait wait two three more years. Yeah. <laughs> right. What, what he told y'all. You better listen, cause he told y'all he's about to get comfortable, and when he gets yeah. comfortable, then you're really not gonna like him.
0: Yeah, man. No, I, I, I hope for the best for for Dion and Colorado State. I, I think, I think they, uh, I think they're gonna do well. I'm not, I'm not gonna say they're gonna beat USC, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that they're going be do in,
1: pretty well this season. Yeah, that might be a a bloodbath but you know I definitely see them being ball eligible competing mm-hmm. for a ball and like I said, they just they already have the identity and they already have the culture established they just gotta continue to you know foster that that culture and you know through the recruitment is, is is' probably out of this world man they, they, they he, he's he's probably got this program well well set up man. so I'm really excited to see what next year and the years to come look like because I, I think something special is brewing in Boulder I really do right question do you see
0: any other former player or potential coach that could do something similar to what Dion's doing
1: at a different program does it necessarily have to be college or could it be I mean a uh, Football or could it be basketball? As
0: well? It could be basketball too.
1: That's a great question. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna throw two names at you, and we'll go. We'll stay in college football first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one, I would say, I would say Patrick Mahomes. When he's all mm-hmm. said and done, if he wanted to coach. I think college would be a nice little stepping stone for him, mm. for for college basketball, for some for somebody to have a a Dion type of effect and to bring that confidence, that passion, that hunger, that swagger, that bravado, Draymond Green, and he'll do it ah. at his al- and he'll do it at his al- al- alma mater, al- alma mater at Michigan State. Mm. When Tom Izzo decides, you know what? I don't want to coach anymore. I've done everything that I, I've done. Everything that I can do, I'm retiring. I'm running off to the sunset. I want Draymond Green, one of my most successful players, to come back to come back home, succeed me, and succeed me. I can totally see. I, I can get, totally see Draymond. I can see that taking that program to new heights. I can most see that. that. That's a
0: that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good comparison. uh Pat Mahomes, I could kind of see that um i just i feel like so the, the reason i ask that is because Dion's personality is so much mm-hmm. part of what he's doing right that it just attracts people mm-hmm. and it, yeah, he's a natural born leader the cameras. yeah and yeah. it attracts the cameras so it's mm-hmm. like who else has that kind of charisma and you know you know what i'm saying like Right. who else can bring that kind of that kind of energy yeah. to a program to just like totally lift them up out of nowhere you know what I'm saying right. but Draymond yeah. no, Draymond's actually you. a pretty good yeah. Draymond's actually a pretty good pick
1: I mean I, I I pick I pick Mahomes just for the simple fact on the traje- trajectory that he's on right now in his his career yeah. like he he has the chance to be you know the GOAT yeah he really does
0: And it's definitely got to be someone who is or was like a, like a superstar, uh, during their, during their playing years. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, let me, so do you think, do you think LeBron could have that kind of effect?
1: I do, but I don't really see LeBron coaching. I see him. Mm
0: in ownership like
1: a general manager trying to get into ownership like lebron's yeah. business acumen is is out of this world so i don't really yeah. i can never really picture lebron as a coach i see him more behind the scenes general manager basketball operations maybe even owning a team i can see that but coaching it would it would it would have to be perfect situation. It would be it would be have to be something ready made. I don't think LeBron has the has the patience to like really <laughs> groom and build yeah. a talent. It had to be something that 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 they need the they were just a piece away from winning. Then I'd see him be like, you know what, I I'll give this give this a shot. Um but pivoting off of LeBron to answer your question, a player that I do see that might be a great coach that I think would has the potential to be a good, great coach would be Chris Paul. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah, Yeah. that he'd be. I feel like, but so I feel like he'd be a good coach in the sense that, like, in a in a similar mold to Jason Kidd.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, in in one of those like because they're so uh, you know they have such a high basketball mm-hmm. IQ. Um, yeah. But then it's just trying to—it's just finding a way to get the players mm-hmm. to do what they're saying, to right. do what they're teaching.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, as far as in football, man, I—it's—it's it's rough, and it's like it's almost like in football they almost have to be like. It's almost like they have to be super, not only super high IQ, but they have to mm-hmm. be like. Like, man, I don't even know how to explain it because, like, they, most they'd of have the
1: to, they, to your point, I think they'd have to have the right, like you said, the right, the right brand of IQ, X's and O's, leadership, charisma, personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the biggest thing is leadership. They got to be able right. to command the room, and people have to not only listen to what you have to say respect what you have to say but be willing to follow you and that's the that's one of the key missing components in coaching I, today that I feel that's missing because a lot of these coaches are smart guys I like you guys they know the game but they can't lead that's mm-hmm. the biggest issue
0: do you think Ray Lewis could do it
1: absolutely <laughs> he might be a little bit too intense but I think I think um, I think he'd make a hell of a coach. I don't know about a head coach, but he'd be a hell of a defensive coordinator.
0: Yeah, I agree. I completely agree because he was yeah. he was up there with the best of them. Right. With the best of them, and his man, his energy. Yeah, love I loved his, ener- I loved his yeah. energy. I his his pregame ritual yeah. was one, yeah. is, it, it's still, infectious. Man, still is one of the best pregame rituals in. All of sports.
1: Exactly. He can motivate a bum to take a shower and get a job. I'm trying to <laughs> tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell you. All
0: right. That's all the time we got for today uh, for this episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Killer Crossover Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Eman at E-M-A-N-K-O-A. And mo.
1: Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter as well. Uh, your boy
0: Mo87. All right. And again, we are always looking for, uh, we are always welcoming any new guests. So, any suggestions uh, that you may have as far as guests, or if you want to be a guest on the show, uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about, please let us know. We're always willing to give anyone that platform to speak what they need to speak.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah absolutely what my brother said man we're always on the lookout uh, for up and comers established people Uh, we we really want this podcast to be a platform for anything positive anything forward thinking just anything uh, you know that's motivational uh, positive getting that good message out there so if you feel like you possess all those qualities definitely hit the DMs
0: yes sir Alright, and we are out. Peace. And
1: we are out. Peace.